0: In this story, you're going to hear from Katie, a 28-year-old nurse who works at a local hospital in the emergency room, and her dad. Like many nurses and healthcare workers right now, she doesn't want her last name broadcast because she's not authorized to talk to the media, but Katie wants to tell her story.
1: Um, I've been an ER nurse for six years.
0: And like many interviews we're doing right now, it was done over the phone because social distancing. Before the pandemic, Katie's ER saw people coming in seeking treatment for things that are pretty normal for an ER.
1: I see a lot of strokes, heart attacks, belly pains, things like that, pretty high acuity patients.
0: Now it's different. Katie says fewer people are coming in, which she considers a sign that people are heeding the call to stay home unless it's an absolute emergency. But the people that do come in are often doing so because of COVID-19. Some can't breathe. Some can't stop coughing.
1: We're kind of assuming everyone has COVID. If they come in, um, all codes come in. We're assuming it's COVID-related. So we gear up as if they are
0: COVID-positive. Katie says this new reality is stressful.
1: It's just a scary time, I think, in in general for everyone. It's scary because these patients are coming in. They're completely alone we're not having any visitors i mean it does it does sadden me
0: katie says right now feels like an eerie calm before the storm but she doesn't know when the storm is going to hit when the curve will peak when it does she feels confident her hospital will be prepared they have gear they have support but there's just uncertainty about what's to come and that uncertainty stays with her when she goes home where she lives with her dog and because she's a nurse on the front line her isolation is strict and she is in this for the long haul. For that, Katie doesn't know when she'll see her friends again. She doesn't know when she'll see her family.
1: It's it's a little disheartening, um, but I'm trying to take this I'm taking this seriously. And um yeah, I don't I don't want to spread it to anybody.
0: <laughs> her dad Pat is admittedly scared for his only daughter. His son also works in healthcare. So Pat and his wife, both who are in their 60s, are trying to stay healthy and live something of a life in between the news and texts and calls with their kids. We're
2: runners, walkers. We're getting more exercise than what we know to do with, you know, because there's really not a lot else to do. We do yard work.
0: But they worry.
2: All of us can turn on TV and you see these doctors and nurses that are just trying to get through the day in extremely, if not Just impossible circumstances. So, yeah,
0: that's what scares me
2: about Katie's situation.
0: Pat says he's the problem solver, the go-to guy to fix a car, take care of Katie's dog when she can't. And right now, he can't do any of that, and he doesn't know when he will again.
2: No, that's the real bad thing is there's no end in sight. There's no way to plan. There's no way to have that you know, sense of hope and optimism every day. You're just like, hey, okay, what's the latest?
0: So every day he watches the governor's briefings, looking for some sign that the end is nearing, that the curve is flattening, because he wants to see his kid again. One thing that Katie said is that the support from the community has been overwhelming. People are calling her and her colleagues heroes. And in a way, Pat says that makes him feel good and proud. His daughter, the hero. But he can't set aside his fear. He doesn't want his daughter to be one of the nurses he sees on TV in an impossible situation and unable to get out. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm Jake Ryan.